episode 75. Dead man walking. Good evening, Don't Run To Me fans. I'm Masseuse, the man on the other side of the mic is EC. Hello, EC. Hey, what's going on? Finally coming through. I'm glad it's finally working. I know my connection was messed up the last time we tried to get one in, so we're uh, finally back and in action. How you doing? Good, good, EC. I know, like, uh, it's been, what, three weeks since we have put a pot out? Three whole weeks since we've talked United. And there's been a lot to talk about. But yet, guys, we've had – I've been traveling lately, so we have had some technical difficulties on the phone. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm over over broadcasting and try to, try to put this out there. Uh, we want to make sure we get the best content for you and the best – I mean, in the best way possible. We don't want you to, you know, feel ass-whipped, you know, by, um, you know, you know, just – breaks in the in the pod and and everything so you know do bear with us you know <laughs> while you know we try to fix this uh but yes ec yes ec uh it's been since the last pod ec we've had highs and lows and i've hit rock bottom ec i'm like it's like i've hit rock bottom i don't know about you this past week we got our ass handed to us by our arch rivals our nemesis, our, our oldest rivals. I guess you could say Man City has been kind of our our new nemesis right now. Liverpool gave us a football lesson, right? Do you agree? Our pa- uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, our, our players, players, our players, and coaches, coaches, everything. These, you know, these international players that we have. And obviously, we've had you and I have had our, you know, our goings on back and forth about our coach, and what we're, you know, what's, you know, what's the new project, and we, you know, we can't. I've, I've, you know, I know you've, you've gone to where this guy needs to go, and now I am on that. I'm on that. I'm on. I'm on your side now. He needs to go. He lost the locker room. He, he had these these players are not playing for him. And that's unfortunate because these players are international players. These are players are high-priced players, and it's unfortunate that they this team gave up on their coach. But most important, this team gave up on the fans, on the people that pay their fucking salary. And this is what disgusts me about this team because I've been saying it, that this team holds 50% account or more than 50% account of the blame on why this this ship has not been righted, and yes, Ole is enough. I mean, I try to give him as much credit. I've I've put enough blame on him, but he has no control. He can't motivate this team. They've lost faith in him. EC, and this, what happened on Sunday is just a culmination of. <sighs> 
You see, it's been eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Four managers. Now we're looking on a fifth manager. It's a reflection on how this organization is being run since Sir Alex left. Eight years of how this organization accepts mediocrity and shits on the fans. And it's, not, I mean, it's Ole, yes. I, I hate it. I mean, I don't hate. When Ole got hired, I came on here and I said, I don't like the fact that they just gave him the contract after his, his wins. And, the, you know, and then obviously the players shit the bed towards the end of that season. But it's Ole. You're right, EC. Coming from Molda, coming from Cardiff, having no direction on how to play. But also, I've, I mean, most importantly, because Sir Alex didn't have tactics. And, I mean, you, you've talked past players. They didn't have tactics. They, know, they just knew the job, what they're supposed to do. What he, they, he didn't have was the room. They didn't respect him as a manager. None of the players, from the leftover from uh, Mourinho, coming into, you know, coming into Ole, they didn't respect him as a manager because he had no skins on the wall, like you said. And it's unfortunate that these players, and I'm going to put a lot of blame on EC. I know you're, you know, you're the players guy, and you're going you're gonna to disagree with me and, and that in, 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 in wholeheartedly. That's fine. And yes, and now I'm agreeing with you about Ole, and I agree that you know the guy has no tactics. And yes, sometimes tactics are hey, having to tell a fucking professional, hey, hey, I need you to line up here and actually track back. I need you to actually get some fucking effort. I guess a manager has to do that because these fucking babies that we have on our team have to be spoon fed fucking directions on giving fucking effort. But these babies we have on our team. That you say go to their international teams, and oh, they play so great. Then oh, we 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 and go on. They 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 win World Cups, but no, they can't fucking do that shit here. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I'm, I know that's a tech. I know you can say it's about Paul, but I'm talking about Bruno Fernandez. I'm talking about fucking Ronaldo. And yes, I'm talking about fucking Paul Pogba. I'm talking about fucking Harry Maguire. Why the hell are you a damn captain? What the fuck? You don't have no heart. These players have no heart, EC. They gave up on the team. They gave up on the play. I mean, their 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 players. They gave up the coaches, and most importantly, they gave up the fans. These players have no heart, and I don't think bringing in a Conte, which, or or a Zidane, would do anything for me with this team. It's disgusting. What's going on, and how they're playing, and I need—I know you again. I don't know. I know. I don't know your position, but what I saw on Saturday, Saturday and Sunday morning, when I, our best chance was a Bruno Fernandez miss, and then they, they then the Liverpool runs a, sh, you know, you know, we're playing yakety sacks in the defensive, you know, in their in their back line with with Lingard and, and Harry Maguire, mostly Harry Maguire. I feel bad for Lingard. He's getting a bad rap. It's Harry Maguire trying to lead that line. Him and Luke Shaw. Well, we said last year, Luke Shaw was the best left back in the world. What the fuck happened to him? 
don't blame it on Aaron Wambasaka because he's still young. And Aaron tried. And he played defensively. But what the fuck happened, Luke Shaw? What happened to Aaron McGuire? McFred? They, they got a second place last year. Don't know where those players are to play defensively. These players, I guess, when they come to the club, they just, you know, hey, we're just going to play PS3. Let's play FIFA on fucking on P, um, on Xbox or something, PlayStation, because we ain't practicing. We can't, we can't complete a five-yard pass. We can't close down defenders. On, we can't play defense. We can't give effort. And Ole, I'm sorry, man. You're done. You're done. Dead man walking, Ole. Next, when he, when he plays in Tottenham, I hope they fucking ring the bell for him when he's walking down the sideline. Dead man walking. Dead man walking. Because that's what he is. He's a dead man walking. And the Glazers, they didn't do it today. So they're obviously not going to do anything to Ole. And they think they said they give him, they're going to give him three weeks. Three games. Three games against what, Tottenham? The Espiritu Santo, you know, side of the cross. He's going to put his defense in a better position than our defense. And then he's going to hit us on the counterattack with Son and, and Kane, which Kane has had a shitty season. But I bet you Kane has a fucking hat trick this weekend. Breakout game. I, maybe I should drop Ronaldo and pick up Kane this season in my fantasy. And this week in my fantasy. And then we get City. No, then we have Atlanta. And then City. And then we go on international break. And that's when you mean to make change. Well, by the fucking time that happens, EC, we're going to already be out of the contending for, uh, um, for Champions League. And obviously, we're down the pecking order. We're mid-table in the Premier League. What are we? I mean, what are we going to have to hold on to? The FA Cup. God, I hate to be this to be the doom and gloom podcast, but it is EC. You, I mean, please, you are the, you are the, the. How would you say? You are the. Um, logical person out of this podcast. I'm more of the emotional. I need you to pull me off the ledge and not to make me, you know, to shoot my brains out because of how this project and eight years, EC, eight years, eight years, four managers going on a fifth. And I don't see the fifth manager coming in and changing a damn thing with this, this culture. Because you know why? These players, other than Ronaldo, which Ronaldo is, I want to say, a problem now. Other than Ronaldo, none of these players have built the Man United have built the Man United culture. They're li- these players are living on the past, the past glories of what Man United used to be. They think just because they put on this crest that they're man- they're Manchester United of old. The only player that has you know can 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 play put claim to that is Ronaldo. And I think unfortunately, I love him, but. Uh, I think he and his, you know, and what's going on, he's part of the tactical problem on what needs to get done for this club. I just, I don't, I don't see him bringing a new manager. You see, unless we get rid of these some players, I don't see a, I don't see any end in sight. And I'll get off my tirade. Well, I mean, I, I, um, I do disagree with you uh, as far as, um, you know, the players giving up. Um, I do think they have given up on going out there without a plan. I think they've done, I think they're all kind of done with that. 
And I think that just comes down to the simple fact that when you go out there and you can completely tell, and I know you're not oblivious to this, you can tell we don't have a game plan. And these these guys are all professionals. And, 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 and like I said to you before, I think the reason that they do play a lot better when they go home is because they do have a plan with their international teams. And it's it's evident. And I think what's going on, and you can even see it in Cristiano Ronaldo, who should have got a red card but didn't because of who he is, he's frustrated. They're all frustrated. And I, and I would be too if I was a professional and my leader didn't know what the hell he was doing. So it should be a, a, a somber day for some because the Glazers did a very smart thing and they hired Ole, who should have never gotten the job. And what they did was they pulled on everyone's heartstrings because he scored a great goal in 1999 and he's a club legend. And so to see him go, it's supposed to be sad and we're supposed to basically be upset with the simple fact that he's gone. I think people need to remember him for what he did, which was take a toxic situation from Josie Mourinho and turn it into a very happy and loving place to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. He needs to hold his head high and say that he spent money. He got great players at the club. And now he needs to give it over to someone who knows what they're doing. And they need to let go of all of the assistants, the Carricks, the Feelings, the anybody who has anything to do with that club as far as tactics are concerned. Because I don't know if you remember where Mike Feeling was while Ole was getting it situated, but he was in Australia. So he was not helping out. So it's a great day, in my opinion, because at 10 o'clock tomorrow, Conte will be named the coach. Ole will get a great amount of love on the internet from Twitter and everyone else who would, who would say, don't hate on him. And I'm not, I just don't think, and I've said this time and time again, the guy knows what he's doing. And if anyone's worked in a job, which we both work in jobs and we have managers, if they don't know what they're doing, we are, we're not going to like it. We can probably tolerate it for a little while, especially if they're nice, which all is. But if you're going out there every week and I'll give you a quick example, and I'll shut up because I know I've been rambling for a while. No, we, we, like you said, first play of the game, big chance, Bruno screws it, right? He, he kicks it over the, over the top of the goal. Maybe he's nervous. I don't know why he doesn't go to the, the keeper's left, whatever. The very next play, Liverpool have the ball and they're coming. Okay, They're coming towards us. Instead of pressing as a team, what do we do? Mason presses by himself, doesn't press with the team, just does his own thing, which then leads Aaron Wan-Bissaka to come and help. And what do Liverpool do? Two passes, third pass is the assist and a goal because we don't have a manager. He's a great man, a great club legend, a great scorer of goals. I think he's got over 127 goals in his career for Manchester United. A great, great career. But you can't expect, and I've said this, and I think you've said it, you just said it again today, someone to go to Molda and then go to Cardiff and get relegated. He didn't go to Cardiff and bring them up. He was relegated. He would have never gotten this job. And the fact that people are so attached to him and giving him so much props, I simply think it's because the Glazers were smart enough to understand that we would never turn on a club legend. We would on Jose. If this was Jose yesterday and it's 5 nothing. trust me, everybody and their mom would be like, sack him tomorrow, get him out of here. They would all do that. But the, the, but the simple fact of the matter is you've got your Paul Scholes of the world, 
your Gary Neville's of the world who played with the guy. What are they supposed to do? I would stick up for my friend. That's what they're doing. So the club's divided. That's the that's what the Glazers wanted to take the the onus off of them and put it on to to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So fair play to them. They've done a great job. They've spent the money and they've not taken any of the blame. You notice there's no more protests. But what happened yesterday? When our only rivals, because City will always be Little City to me, when we got slapped at home by our oldest and only rivals, and the fans start walking out, even Sir Alex Ferguson left the stadium, it's over with. So I'm happy, because I feel like at this point in time, when Conte comes in, he will not tolerate Harry Maguire playing like that. He will drop him. He doesn't care about how he, he didn't spend $80 million on him. He doesn't care about Paul Pogba. He doesn't care about Cristiano Ronaldo. All he cares about is winning. He is a serial winner. It's tried, <laughs> proven, and tested. That's funny, dude, because he's unemployed right now. Doesn't have to be employed if someone's going to call him right now and he's say, unemployed. hey, what do you want to do? Dude, he when Jose was, when he Jose sacked, was unemployed, sacked, and then someone called him. He got sacked by Chelsea after two years. He got sacked by Inter Milan. Like, he won a, no, prim, dude, he won on, a prim with uh, Chelsea, did come he not? Come on, dude. Come on with this bullshit about fucking Conte, dude. No, Conte. he won a prim. Did he not? He didn't win a prim with Chelsea. Yes, he did. Okay, did he win? Did he win in Inter Milan? Yes, and why is he sacked? Okay, why did he get so sacked? Mike, why is he sacked in both got, clubs? He got sacked. He got sacked because the owners at Chelsea are the way that we should be. They're serial winners. They don't and care about what trophy you just Inter won. Milan? They want to win every single year. That's why Frank Lampard's not in the job. That's why he got why sacked. sacked because Milan? they care. They why care about their fans. And they care about their club. Again, another club who cares about winning. They're not. They're not sentimental. They're not sentimental and care about. Let's be happy and nice. They care about winning. So guess what? If you don't win, you're out. We don't care about a goal you scored or the fact that you won the Premier League once. We want to win again. That's what Chelsea does. That's what a big boy club does. What do we do? This, this, let me tell you what we do after Sir Alex Ferguson leaves and we think we're going to be able to fill his shoes ever. It's never going to happen, guys. There will never be another manager like Sir Alex Ferguson. And I think us fans, and I'm included in us, think that we're going to be able to find someone else like him. There will never be another Sir Alex. So guess what? You have to be ruthless. You have to be criminal at times and be mean and nasty. That's how you win things. This isn't not the 90s or the 2000s. You got to go get a manager who knows how to win and put him in place with great players and and then it will work. You can't just be happy and everyone's friendly now. And that doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, and then a year and a half from now, we'll be in the same situation. And, and if yeah, he doesn't we, we won we won I, one. We won one league. Come on. And if we and if we went and if we win a league, he's not in my opinion, he's not he doesn't he may not win it this year because we're 14 and the, I think the lead is 22. But I think when you start to have a coach who has a structure and a game plan with the players who that he has, great things will happen. Now, again, I agree with you. If after a year he has it and we decide to go ahead and sack him and we haven't given him a full transfer window, I don't think you're doing a good job as a club. But I don't think you can rest on your laurels and just say, well, the players are happier now. The manager's making them happy, so let's just go ahead and continue. I don't think you can do that. I think what you do is you look at it and you say, you have to praise Ole for, one, changing the culture. He did that. 
the players cult the, the the culture of the of the players in the locker room it changed he also went out and got several not just one or two he got several great players but I'm gonna tell you right now Akante's not gonna have uh Aaron Wambasaka playing right back for him he's not you see how scared he is on the ball he's not gonna have Harry Maguire the captain who comes out and says I don't want to be here he's not gonna have that when players aren't playing he doesn't have any emotional attachment to these guys all he does and how can he not he's a manchester united born and bred guy it's impossible you know better than i do jesus you've been watching football long enough if it's not working you got to change it up i agree i totally agree you see i mean i'm and it's not working i'm not naive i'm not naive to that but don't get and that's what i'm saying you know and this is where maybe the nostalgia that I have for this club, maybe this is the, what, um, how would you say, I have, I, you know, that we saw the club get being built. Aconte is going to be another Mourinho. He'll be out in a year and a half. And he's, I don't see it. I don't see where he's going to, with these players. And we've given, like you said, Ole has the keys to Ferrari. So, Conte has a keys to for a Ferrari, but what is he gonna want to say? No, I need uh, I'm because what he does is play a black three five. What he plays a back three, five, and then an up three, right? Oh, now I need to go get this player. I need to go with this player. You said at the beginning of the season, this is a Ferrari. Am I not correct? Huh? It's most. More, it's more than a Ferrari. Whatever the most expensive car that you have, that's what that's that's what we have at the club right now. Okay. So that's Conte, what you've got. So Conte has already uh, um, uh, a, a car to do the damn job. So don't give me this a rebuilding project. He better come in and win. I think he will. I think the I think the proof the blueprint's already been laid. Look at Thomas Tuchel and Frank Lampard. Chelsea did the same exact thing. Let's make sure we get a club legend who has Chelsea, no experience. Chelsea re- no experience. Chelsea rehauled their whole. I mean, how many did they bring in? They brought how many? How many? When before two, before for Frank, they brought how many? Tuchel, a goalkeeper. But Tuchel, they brought freaking. They brought what? Um, defenders. They brought attacking players. I mean, they. Tuchel didn't buy. Tuchel didn't buy anybody. No, 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 no. But they, they, they this cupboard was already full. But when he got there. Okay, but okay, but the tactics with that Lampard were running. Were trash. Tuchel came in, steadied the ship, and they won the Champions League. Now I don't know what what you're thinking. I don't know what I don't know what what planet you're living on. It's the same damn thing. He had great players. He didn't know how to use them. He didn't have any tactics. It was a club legend, just like Arteta. It's the same Arsenal. I, it, it, it's almost as I said this last time. The NFL and the Premier League, they almost marry each other in the simple fact that it's a copycat league. What do the owners do? Let's go get a club legend and put him in place. Because what are the fans going to do? The fans are going to go, well, we love Frank Lampard. We don't want we don't want anything bad to happen to him. And what, what happens to the club? It starts going to shit. And then what do they do? They bring in a real manager who has a serial winner, who understands tactics, who understands how to doesn't give a damn about Christian Pulisic. He didn't care. He didn't care about the keeper situation. He didn't care about Keppa or Mindy. Mindy was better. Mindy played. That was sorry, actually. Or, no, never mind. 
So this is what we need. We need someone who doesn't have an attachment to the club, who doesn't care about sitting players like Harry Maguire, who should not be playing, who doesn't care about a, a right back who doesn't want to get forward. He will play a right back to, that's going to get forward, that understands how to play the ball. He will, he will, he will be ruthless. That's what we need. When I talk to you all the time, I say to you, if Pogba can't play, sit his ass down. Not, well, Pogba comes out and talks crap about me, so he's going to have a seat. Like, it makes no sense for anybody to have this feeling of Ole's going to, he's going to get a huge payout. He's going to get it tonight. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be just fine. His family are going to be well taken care of. And if he gets a job somewhere, which I highly doubt, if he does, I'm going to wish him the best. I'm not going to follow him or care about it, but I wish him all of the best. I think he did as good as he can do. He did. He he got us top two. He got us to club uh, finals. He got us to a Europa League final. Those are commendable things for a manager who's done nothing in his career tactically or, 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 or at all. Mm-hmm. At all. That's a that's a huge deal so, so, to get Champions League football. That's a big deal for him. Let me let me ask you a question, and I know I already know the answer you're gonna give me. So no blame, not none whatsoever. Comes on the players. None, zero. You cannot have a leader who does not know what he is doing that leads players out there. It again, like I said before, you press. How do you press? You press in waves, meaning the entire team of the first set of three they press. Then the second set of three, they press. If if it was you, Jesus, I'll ask you a question. And you worked on that in practice. You told those boys to go out there and press in waves. And they looked and they went out there on that pitch on Saturday, and only one of them did it. What would you do, Jesus? I already know. If that's a rhetorical question, you would kick those players off the pitch and you would tell them to have a seat right here. Well, it, you would do that, no, Jesus. No, 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 you you see, would. It's a lot, it's a lot different. First, it's a lot different. It's not different. Hey, Seuss, you're a grown man who is very assertive and does what he needs to do to get the job done. That's what you do. Give me a a time to retort, please. In this league, you only have three substitutes compared to NFL where you can pull them off. You get another week. You get another week. So the next game that comes up, are you going to play them? No. No, you're going to bench them. And that's what I'm saying, Jesus. The fact that you, the person that you are, the person that I know, you would never tolerate someone doing something that you told them not to do. You would never do that. So for you to sit here and say, the players, the play, stop playing them. If you think that these players are not listening to what you say, you would not play them. You wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because I know you. You're ruthless. You don't care about all your feelings. Because when you have managers who don't do what you say they need to do, you get in there, but you taught me that. So there's no way that you're going to sit here and tell me now that if you were the manager, that you would go, oh, well, that's okay. You can just do whatever you want no, again. No, no, no. You can just do whatever you want again. I never you said can just, it, it's not in your DNA. I never said it's anything. not in your DNA. I never said that. I, what I said was when I put blame on the players is you, these are – no, no. You see, let me talk, please. I'm not saying anything. You said these are international players, right? These are high-money players. These players get fucking paid more than you and I in a lifetime would ever get paid. These, we, I mean, as United fans, we player, pay these players' salary. And you can't go put it in a fucking shift. 
Can I give you another example? No, 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 you can't. Because what the man of the match for me against Atlanta, the man of, man, the man of the match was Edison Cavani. Because when Edison Cavani came on the pitch, after the lull, after that half, after Marcus Rashford actually was doing, you know, putting in the fucking shift and, 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 and trying to get us back in the game, Edison Cavani came in, and that's when he saw people starting pressing. Jane Sancho, like, gave up the ball in the 77th minute. I remember this vividly. Gave up the ball in the 77th minute. Edison Cavani fucking came after, went back after the defender, and Jane Sancho's like, oh, okay, I need to go. I need to play, actually, actually try to get the ball back. And, and when you lose the ball, it doesn't take tactics to say, you know what, I lost the ball. Let me. I mean, that's the not guy, tactics. The, the that's that's the what I'm three. trying to. That's what I've been trying exactly. to tell it's you. Not tactics, right? It's effort. It's heart. You're right. You see, it's not tactics. If the guy's three yards away, let me try to get the ball away and not give up. Our, our, that's player, what our players give up. That's what Easily. I'm trying to tell you, man. Exactly. You, you, the you, players have no heart. Thank you for agreeing with me. You, I, I absolutely dis- disagree wholeheartedly. I think these players, again, don't understand what the game plan is because there's no game plan. But let, let, me, let me give you another example. Let, let me see if this won't ring true because you were there. You were in the room when this happened. Years and years ago, we went to a, we went to a training and we were being told that we needed to put these driving devices inside the vehicles and certain devices had to go in certain cars and we all had a game plan on how to do this. Now, the leader of this crew who told us to do this did not know what he was talking about, okay? He got into an argument with one of our teammates who basically said, I can prove to you that you told me what to do and I did that and now you're telling me it's wrong. That person left the room, came to me. I don't know if she came to you, but came to me and said, I can't do it anymore. He doesn't know what he's doing. I've tried. I've tried. I've had my other manager try to help me out and tell me it's going to be okay. I can't do it. When your leader has no clue, and you can, you can completely tell that when the shit hits the fan, what does he start doing? He starts running to people. What do I do? What do I do? What should we do? What do we do? He hasn't, he doesn't have a clue. And it's not his fault. That's the main thing for me when people say, well, you're just talking crap. He managed Molda and got Cardiff relegated. What What would we think would happen? What did we think was going to happen? Did we really think that he was going to learn on the job and he was going to figure it out? He had no, he had no <coughs> chance. He had no chance. And as professional as they say that they are, as international players and World Cup winners, they know. When they're on that pitch, they know. Especially they, when they you see up. it on the other side. They gave up. When you're looking when you're looking on the other side of the pitch and you see it, when you see football being played the right way, when you see a press being pressed the right way, when you see a club pass out from the back, when you see simple triangles, simple triangles, it's not even hard to – Simple triangles, and you see it, and you can't do anything about it. You and I, and I don't know about I don't know about you because clearly you have the medal of all medal, and you would never quit. You would just continue to fight the good fight. Anybody, even Cristiano Ronaldo, who's probably, in my opinion, the best player of all time, he lost his shit. He lost his shit and kicked the hell out of that kid, and should have been kicked off the pitch. But his name is Cristiano Ronaldo. But even he, the greatest of all time, was like, what the hell are we doing? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Why am I playing at the nine when I know I can't get any service because 
We don't have any wingers. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We signed Jaden Sancho. Let's put him on the bench. This is what I'm talking about, man. We, we have players who can play in positions that can win us games. He doesn't know what he's doing. He plays his favorite players. They're finally coming out today, and they're finally admitting that. He plays who he likes. He doesn't play who fits the proper system. He plays who he likes. And that's all well and good if you want things to be happy. That's why as a, as a caregiver, which is what he was supposed to be, that's why it was great. And we won 10 mm -hmm. out of 12 games, and everybody was happy and singing, and it was, it was good times again. But it comes down to, and you know this better than I do, what are you going to win? Like, Bruno's going to look back on his career and he's going to go, I came to Manchester United to win things. And all I did was win player of the weeks. All I did was win, you know, player of the months. That's all, he, that's all he's won. You know, Harry Maguire came here from Leicester, who are, uh, who are now, in my position, in my opinion, a better club, yep. to win trophies. He's done nothing. <sighs> Aaron Wambasaka left Crystal Palace to what? Up his career, go to the next level. He's won nothing. He's won nothing. And again, it's because you have a manager who doesn't know what he's doing. And again, if you're you're better than all these guys and you've got the medal and you would just keep on fighting, fighting the good fight and running around chasing a ball you're never going to get to because the spacing is horrible, there's holes everywhere, then fair play to you. But I'm very excited because at 10 o'clock tomorrow, it's going to be on your Twitter feed, on your Instagram, and on your Facebook that he is gone from the club as the manager, and N'Golo Kante is now the manager. Because finally we have one. We had one in Jose first with the shitty team. First of all, it's Antonio Had one in Louis Van Hall, shitty team, won a trophy. EC, EC, EC. First of all, it's Antonio Kante, not N'Golo Kante, because N'Golo Kante plays for uh, Well, they all know. They know what I mean. But, sorry, are you breaking news, EC? I, I'm predicting. I'm not breaking. I think he's going to be gone at 10 o'clock tomorrow. I think they've already worked it out because Conte's morning? on vacation. They've already talked about how much they're going to have to give Ole, which is a whole shit ton of money. Okay. He'll take that money. Where do you find this information? Because we, um, we don't, we don't for, want to speculate. I don't Fabrizio, want, we don't want to get Fabrizio, sued. Fabrizio Romano has already said that Angolo has, uh, has, wants to come Antonio and that Zidane is not in, doesn't want to do it. There's another, there's another website. Conte, there's another Antonio website. Conte, before he becomes his coach, please get his name right. Antonio Conte. And I, I'll call him Conte for you. I'm Thank sorry. You. Conte will come to the club tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock their time. So it'll probably happen for us early in the morning or while we're sleeping. We'll probably wake up to breaking news. Oh, they would get a huge, all the outpouring, all the viewers, see all the videos, all the greatest goals. I loved you. All the flowers will be given tomorrow morning. Because they know that this Spurs game, they don't want to get slapped again. So they're going to try to new manager bounce, have him in tomorrow, have him in training all through the week. I'm predicting a new lineup. I don't know if Harry Maguire will make it or not. I really don't give a crap. <laughs> I honestly hope that he just picks the best team. And I hope we go out against Spurs and show the new direction of the club. Because again, it's not, no one can say Ole didn't try his best, one, and two, improve the team. He did that. You were never going to get that with Van Hall because Van Hall did not care about what he said. You were never going to get that from Jose because another one didn't care what he said. This is what you're about to get again. You're going to get a guy who's ruthless. 
the Glazers are sitting at home going, damn, we don't have, and I'm not going to call Ole a puppet because that's inappropriate, but we don't have someone who's going to be nicey-nicey and everything's peaches and, and roses after we lose 5-0 at home. They're not going to get that anymore. They're going to, you know how you talk all the time to me about this player doesn't do this and this player doesn't do that? That's what you're about to get. You're about to get, this guy needs to perform better. I need him to run harder. I'm asking him to press and they're not pressing. That's what we're about to get. Ole would never do that. And it's because it's not in his DNA. He is a nice man. And that's fine. Mm. I think that's all well and fine. I don't think he's bigger than Manchester United. I know you don't. So I'm not sitting here saying that you think he's bigger than the club. I know you don't. But because he's not, he doesn't deserve to continue to drag us down. He doesn't. No, no one no. does. I mean, I'm not, I'm not here I'm not on here to, to say that Ole... No, I've already said he should go. Um, what I'm saying is the blame. I need. I, I mean, I, I can't put 100%, 100%. You say these players, you know, when they go after international break, they're ballers, right? So these when so I guess when they cross the line in Carrington, they forget how to put, pass five yards. Apparently, they forget. Honest, no, 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 no. I, I, easy, easy. They forget, so they, they forget how to dribble. Uh, they forget how to man mark, so they forget how to. And, and this is when they come from interna- this international break that they're on, that they're world class. Once they cross the line to Carrington, they just forget how to do the. How would you say um, academy academy stuff? You know something that an academy player would know how to do. Hey, you lose the ball, try to win it back. I mean, because that doesn't. I mean. Try to win it back out. Try to win it back out. Try to win it back out. This is what I'm trying to do. You play basketball, right? Hey, do you play basketball? Have you ever played basketball? Yeah. All right. Somebody stole your rock. What are you going to go do? Win it okay. back, right? Basketball court or soccer field? They're the same thing, what are, we, what are we talking? They're, no, they're, they're not. The they're not. It's not even close. Come on, man. It's not even close. Oh, my God. You, you sound yeah. like Teddy Lasko who came out on the pitch and told his guys, this is the, the field's the same size. And, the, and the, what do the players say? No, Teddy, it's not. Every, so, so what are you talking every, about? Every, okay, the reason every, why it's every, five every, versus five is because it's a smaller court. Like, that makes no, no sense. No, that no. analogy makes no sense. It makes no sense. Effort, Let's just be real. See, to give effort, you see, is, it takes zero coaching. When, you, when you play defense yes, on a soccer they, they forgot. They, they gave up on Ole. They don't believe in him. So they don't have to give effort. Oh, my God. Right, again, whatever, when, when you have when you have a game plan and you know what you're doing, See, you're going to play again, more comfortable. And I don't know why it's taking you so long to understand that. When you go back to an international coach who knows what he's doing and those players understand their roles, you play more comfortable. When you're waiting on one player to make a great play, to have a great move, you're waiting on that one guy to do that. It doesn't work. You need a team you of see, players who you're, you're, all know you're, 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 what, what they're what, doing. What, 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 what you and I are debating are two totally different things. Well, I'm going to go ahead and press this. Totally things. You're saying yes. I understand tactics. Yes, Anola has none. But why do you keep saying that? Why do you keep saying? What do you do if you lose the ball on the soccer pitch? Why do you keep saying that, dude? Dude, you saw it again, dude. Go okay. Look at the Atlanta match, and dude. When you track, when Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo has to track back almost a fucking hundred yards because your midfield won't do it, Cristiano Ronaldo. If he does it one time, that doesn't no, work. He did, he did it several times. You see, when Edison no, Cavani, a fucking thirty, what thirty-five year old, 
is playing fucking pressing, is pressing, doesn't have to get told to play press. Is he pressing by himself or is he pressing he with the team? This is what I don't understand. He You're not understanding what I'm trying to say to you. So that's not that doesn't work. You can't press alone, Jesus. You can't. Something. He's winning the ball back. You cannot press by yourself. That's not a press. What do you? Who do you think? In your opinion, who do you think won the game? Brought the game back to us against Atlanta. Please. What was this? We had a we had a moment of we had a moment of brilliance. That's what happened. Yeah. And I know you. I know you like to think it's a team thing that ha- we had a moment of brilliance from Bruno, and I know you think that everybody can just flick the ball with their outside of their foot while somebody's running a hundred miles an hour and they can catch it and score. That's a moment of brilliance. No, I don't know if you remember Harry Maguire's goal. Was that a, was that a setup tactical play or was that just a scramble and Harry was in the right place at the right time and he scored a goal? But I've, no, Jesus, I, no, it's no, moment easy, of brilliance. Easy, it's I've, not this great. Easy, you're you're making this Atlanta game out. When, when he, when he I, I'll let you when he I'll let that you header, And you're like, oh, man, he meant to do that. I said it's a fucking one in a million. But you know, you, and you someone said, called oh, you out and you got called out and you admitted when? you were wrong. That when? happened. That happened on air. When that Paul happened. Pogba, on, no, 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 no. I know. Nobody called. Yes, me yes, out. yes. It I happened on air. You got called out. I didn't agree with it. It was a fucking lucky play. But now, no, you say you got called. You got called out on air, and you admitted you were wrong. By Harry Maguire, back, Paul Pogba's backheaded play. You got called out on by air who? by the Please. San Diego United chapter owner, and you admitted the, you were wrong. The, it's the, on the, tape. The I'm sorry. No, he, you know, he called me out, but I didn't agree with it. Yes, you did. You said no, okay. He said, "Am I?" You said, "You said, am I full of shit?" He said, "Yes," and you said, "Okay." That's what it's on tape. It's on. T- it's this literally on okay. YouTube. This is because I said okay. Doesn't mean I agree with it. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Okay. Did I don't want to go no, backwards did, did to something no. that happened five years ago. Did what I, I what no, I want to do I is I want to address no. what you just said. You 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 said to me that how do we win the Atlanta game? And I and I expressed to you. We had moments of brilliance, three of them. The Bruno outside of the foot to Rashford, which was absolutely out of this world, which is what Ole plays on. Moments of brilliance. Yes. Harry, <laughs> Harry Maguire, how many has he scored like that in his life? Zero. He scores that goal out of nothing. And then Ronaldo does what Ronaldo does, and we win the game. That's not That's not a good game. That's a horrid. That first half horrid. Exactly. And the only reason we lost that game is because Antalanta didn't have six of their starters. Six of them. Otherwise, we get slapped. Because it's already 2 nothing at half. So you're on telling me now that Edison Cavani came on and inspired the play. No. I'm not buying that crap. I'm not, I'm not buying it. Yes. It's crap. There's nobody out there for me that's going to sell me that a player came on and he changed the... No, the we got lucky. We got lucky. We got lucky against Villarreal. So we, we got lucky whole, against Atalanta. And if we didn't have Cristiano Ronaldo, we wouldn't win any either, either one of those games. No, no, we got lucky. I didn't no, no, we, no, we, got, we controlled the whole second half because we got lucky. Look at the percentages. You're, you're big in the stats, right? I don't need to. I watched the game. I watched no, no, the game. The I don't need to look at percentages. Half. You're right. The first half shit. And the second half. All right, man. Second half shit. If Ooh. Bruno doesn't make a great play, Rashford's not in. Yes or no? Was that a tactic? <laughs> was that a Prattner play? Or did he hit it first time? Jesus, he hit it first time. 
You're gonna sit here and say that wasn't a brilliant that, that wasn't a brilliant play? Then we okay. Then everything every Paul Pogba assist is is, is lucky too. In Europe, because you hate him, you bring him up. We're not no, even. We're no, talking no, about the Atlanta game. Yeah, we're not talking about Paul Pogba. Okay, so something has focus on focus on what you asked me. You asked me about the Atlanta game. Does it? It's like, oh my god, it's that's lucky. On, Did I say lucky or brilliant? Did I say lucky or brilliant? No, but they're two different. I mean, you're. I say lucky brilliant. or brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, so I'm not talking crap. I'm telling you, it's a moment of brilliance that helps us win the Apparently game. That's right. not a tactic. That's not making things better. That's a brilliant moment of brilliance. No, you can't said, live off that. You can't be sustained easy, off easy, of these moments easy, of brilliance. No, it doesn't no, no, work. Listen to me. Listen to me. Now, no good. Because you said that I agreed with the guy that the the, the guy. Uh, I'm actually agreeing with you. I understand Ole doesn't have tactics. I don't. I, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm agreeing with you. I don't. I never agreed with that guy. I'm agreeing with okay. you. But you I, listen, to, you if you to, if you, you say to, you don't, that's you, fine. I'm saying I agree with you that Ole doesn't has ta- doesn't have tactics. You're right. But these, you have to agree with me that these players don't give the fucking 100. percent no, not with it. I'm not. I'm not one of these pundits that play with Ole. That's gonna try to help him keep his job. I'm not obviously, doing it. I mean, obviously, I, dude, I would expect more of somebody to play college football because you know when people. Give that's, up. that's nothing to do with me watching the game and knowing that those players have no clue of what they're doing. So that takes so, so zero clue, time to figure that out. Giving effort. That's two different things, man. Again, you can you can say just like Paul Scholes and Gary Neville, who looks like. He, he looks like he has no credibility at all, zero, because he's not calling Ole out, and he's doing what you're doing, which is saying these players, these players, these players, they don't have a plan. And for people to keep continuing to say, well, it's okay. You know, he didn't have tactics, but he was a nice guy. You know, you know, he, he didn't know what he was doing, but he was super nice. Paul Scholes called it Ole, too, but he's called it the players. Why don't you, why don't you say that? Like, like I why said. Why don't you say that? I, I honestly feel like Paul Scholes. I I feel like Paul Scholes and Gary Neville need to be off the air until Ole is gone, and then they can come. Back, then they'll have an objective opinion because they don't know content. The captain, the captain, right? Roy King, captain. which captain? Roy King, which captain? Roy King. What about Roy King? He was a captain too. I mean, you're saying Roy King too? I'm saying anyone that's defending this coach. Anyone, Nobody's in my opinion, him, you see, they're just saying, "Hey, the players have some part in it," and I no, agree. That, what, what they're doing is they're deflecting. That's what they're doing because they don't want their friend to go. Come on, guys, help me out. And it's and, crap. And AC, it's you, crap. You it's me, absolute I, crap. I and I and and I know why they're play, doing it. Ribbons to people too, right? You're the kind of, you're the type of person, right, to give a seventh place trophies to people. I'm not giving one to Ole. <laughs> I'm not giving one to him, so no, I'm not that guy. I'm the guy that looks on the field, and I, I have seen great players play together in that shirt, and I've seen managers come in that I, I don't like, but that know how to win in Louis Van Hall. Managers that I don't like, like Jose, that come in and win because they're ruthless. So I'm not on this train of he's a horrible person because clearly he's not. That's I think that's why they gave him the position that they've given him. It's. It makes no sense for anyone to sit back and think, well, it's just, just a matter of time hey, what to the before he starts to turn it around. I just I don't see how that makes any sense. 
What happened with the Jose thing? I, I forgot. I mean, I mean, I know you're a, a, all a, a Jose out too again. So I mean, so what is this? I mean, why? I mean, now compare Jose to Ole now. As far as what? I mean, we. I mean, I want to know why you're Jose out at the time you were. Because I need to compare this to the why you're Ole out as well. You, I know because me, you didn't. You put no. You put no onus on the players when it was Jose out as well. I just want to know why the comparison, why, why the two. I don't understand. You're, you're saying why am I not? Why do I not like Jose Mourinho? No, no, no. I just want to say because at the time you're you were you were Jose out. Am I correct? I wanted him to be gone. Yeah. Okay. And you give no onus when I, at the time when we talk, you give no onus about uh, the, there's no the players. Oh my God, they didn't do anything wrong. There mean it was it's all on Jose. I just want to know, okay, there's two common denominators on why there's two managers, actually three managers out. I just want to know why, I mean, why it's all of the managers and not on, some onus has to become on the players. So, again, for, for, <laughs> we'll go back to Jose because I, I, I just, I can't, I can't believe this. I, I'm fine when a, when a manager wants to, you know, tactics, he wants to though. stay. He had tactics. He I had a. He had a vision. He had, I mean, he. Are you gonna let me answer? Every, are you gonna talk? He wanted to do. So I just want to. I just want to know the difference between Ole and Jose, please. Okay, Jose was toxic. He had a plan. The plan worked. <laughs> we won things. He was toxic. He wasn't just toxic for the players. He was toxic for the fans. He was toxic for the board. That's why he was sacked. I don't. I don't care if you if you want to call a player out after a bad game. That's fine. But if you want to just have a casual press conference and you want to start just ripping players when we haven't played a game, that's toxic. That's Jose. That's that's you look at me, 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 me. That's what Jose is. That's why Jose's at uh, uh, Roma getting slapped six to one the other day. That's why that's happening, because he's a dead manager. OK, Ole's completely different. No tactics. Great guy. Okay, they're, so they're two totally different people that we're talking about. So I would never compare the two. Jose's actually won things, several things, okay. Champions Leagues, <laughs> FA Cups, ben leagues. Ben He's won things. What's wrong, Ben? Ole's never done any of that. So my my hate for Jose was, it's like I said, it's fine to after a match, dig somebody out, but you're at this point now you're just basically talking crap to talk crap because you're better than everyone. And the the reality of the situation is. At Chelsea, you were in your prime, and ever since, you just have been falling off. And the facts are in there. It's all in the pudding. You go to Spurs, and you get fired. You go to you go to Roma, and what's happening? You're getting slapped up. So, Jose was completely different from 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 Ole. But I again, I think Manchester United decided too quickly, right? Caretaker caretaker is a, a a a position that you give to someone because they've got some experience and they understand what they're doing. Yeah. That's not something Ole had. So they jumped the gun, and I, I think agree. they knew exactly why. I agree. I said, so it, I said it on this podcast. I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying t- to you that there aren't players who come out in the media and make it about themselves. Players do that. I definitely think that players do that. And when players do that and make it about themselves, be it on the field or off the field, I don't respect that. But for me... When you go out and say that you're ready to manage, I personally think we're the biggest club in the world. That's my personal opinion. That's not you know, because I love the club. I personally think it's the biggest club in the world. When you say that you're ready to do that and manage that club, 
and you go out there and prove otherwise week in and week out, and it's just a complete roller coaster and nobody knows what the hell you're doing or why you're doing it, you should step down. You should be a man and say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. But then to bring on two more of your friends and say that they're going to be able to be the technical geniuses, they're going to help you get through it, it just makes no sense. So I, I, like I said, I don't think that tomorrow there will be a party thrown by me about celebrating the fact that he's gone. It's going to be a party of, I'm excited that we actually have a manager that knows what the hell he's doing, that has a resume that speaks for itself. That's what I'm very excited about for tomorrow. So, I, like I said before, I wish him all the best. I hope that he gets another job. I don't think he will, but I think that's because he stayed in the job too long. If he had been a caregiver and, and things were, were righted and Manchester United did the right thing where he had won 12 out of 10 games and everyone's happy and singing his name, had he said to them, listen, I'm ready to go take a real job. This is a little bit punching above my weight class. Then you go out and you get your real manager. I think he would have got a job. I don't think it would have lasted, but I think he would have at least gotten a job. I mean, I don't know what, what your thoughts are on Cardiff, but I, it's not the best club in the world. It's no. just not. No, no. And I mean, so for him, to, for him to go there and, and relegate the team, that doesn't keep him, he gets them relegated. That That should tell you everything right there. That should tell you, that should tell you what his pedigree is right there. So, I don't think he'll get another job. I think he was in here a little too long, which is unfortunate. But he will be able to take care of his kids for the rest of their lives. And who knows? Maybe he does get an assistant job somewhere back in his home country. Maybe he goes back to Molda. I don't know. I don't know what what's going to happen to him. But I know he's taken care of. I know he's going to be a very rich man come tomorrow around ten o'clock. That's that's my prediction. And Conte will be in before we play Spurs. It's it's so bad. Fans are actually hoping that he stays in for the Spurs City match. So bad it is. I got my daughter's coach is a Liverpool supporter, and he was he was so excited to know that he was still here in, in the coaching position because he knew he called it. You know, and 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 that's exactly what happened. A well-oiled machine with a great coach slapped the dog crap out of us, and it's 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 unfortunate because I know always hurting. I know he's not at home you know, excited or happy. His kids have to watch this. His wife has to watch this. He's a United legend, so he's not going to want to go through this. It's not something he wants to have on his resume. But here we are in the real world. Yeah. And his line. And I, I think he's, I don't think he's going to make it. No, I mean, hopefully he doesn't. And I don't want people to get, get it twisted where, yes, I mean, yes, I'm calling for his job. I, I mean, I've, I mean, I'm not. I didn't believe in it when he when he first got the job. You see, and we can go back to the tape. You you know me. Um, I thought they rushed the judgment when Pochettino was at the end of the season. Could have we could have got him. <clears throat> and but I'm looking at what look at how PSG's doing right now <laughs> with the Messi, the Messi, Neymar, and uh, Mbappe. I don't know if I really want Pochettino either. Um, maybe that was kind of a. a bullet we dodged too um but yes hope by hopefully by tomorrow by 11 by 10 whatever you say in the morning i don't think conte is the right choice um obviously zidane there's news already with zidane his camp comes out and saying that he that he doesn't want the manchester united job i'd rather who do you want to be coach who, who do you want to be coach Actually, I mean, I know it's would be very far fetched to get. Not well, 
One of them would be very far-fetched because he already has a fucking mate position. Nagelsman at Byron. Um, and I know the hot name would be uh, the guy from Ajax. Um, how was the name? Klein? I mean, it's one of those European names. Um, somebody that actually knows, uh, that knows how to build a club, which I don't think Conte does, and knows youth and knows tactics. And I think the guy from Ajax pretty much can do it. But unfortunately, Ajax is already, what, top of the top of the position. So there's no way we're going to get him right now. They're, we're going to have to wait till the end of the year. Uh, but somebody like that to actually go forward and build off of what Ole build off of. Because I think if we hire Conte, everything, it's going to, this what will be built and our youth system you know, the players like Greenwood and, and you know, Rat, I mean, the Rashford's not really youth anymore. But this youth project that we've, we've gone to and, you know, and, and, and what we've thrived off of so for so many years, I think it's not going to, Conte won't develop that. And well, we, didn't, we didn't thrive off of it, though, did we? Well, we won. But the, yeah, in the past, yeah, we have. I mean, yeah, we have. I, I mean, I mean, I, I would I would say the class of '92, and that was it. Well, like we're being real. What it, what? It, besides the class of '92, Pogba's class has won an FA Cup, a Europa League, and a Community Shield. That's Lingard, that's Pogba, and you could probably say that Ravel Morrison's probably the third best of that bunch. He's not even there anymore. So, the class of '92 was it for me. I don't. I don't know. I don't know where you're at and you're looking, but I would say Skulls, Gigs, Beckham, you know, Neville, but, those no, no, kids. You, you, that was the last it's resurgence it's of players that are coming kids. Out of the youth academy that have that have contributed. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Well, when you're when you're you saying you use the word thrive, I'm looking at it. And I'm saying, I'm looking at thrive meaning Champions Leagues, FA Cups, Premier League titles. Well, That's what United past, United's DNA. Yeah, United's United, United's Fletcher, DNA Fletcher, has been that. Been, what to West Brown? There's been I mean, not even the class of '92. You just I mean, I'm just naming off, rattling off a few right there. So I mean, yes, that's what that's what United's DNA, and that goes back to the Busby Bays, right? That's why I don't think that this this guy, you know, w- when you look at the likes of Mason, who you mentioned before, Mason. and I think you miss mentioned uh, Rashford. Look at what they were, right? Let's look at what they were as kids, like let's say youth kids, and look at where they are now. Mason is playing right wing for Manchester United. Now, I'm not saying that the kid can't play on the right wing because, hell, I could play on the right wing. It doesn't mean it's going to do any good. And I think we're stunting his growth. And I think that's sad because I think he's one of the best young talents in the world. And I think when you place him on the right wing, when all you've done since he's literally 12 years old is told him, go bang goals, and now you put him on the right wing, and he don't, he don't track back, he doesn't help out his defenders, and all he wants to do is get at people and score goals. He doesn't want to have the uh, right wing overlap, right back overlap. We don't understand why. It's because that's not what we've taught him. we taught him to go score goals. It's the same thing with Rashford. We've got Rashford playing on the left wing, and what does he do? Drive, 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 cut in, shoot, and score. The thing that you hate the most. <laughs> you say Tony does it all the time, hate it. What else does Rashford do? 
but it's not his fault. His so, I mean, stunt, his, playing as a natural. I mean, in the same position where Tony should, right? Me for for me because again, we're not talking about Tony. I'm talking about those two kids who grew up United players. In the past, when you look at a Skulls, when you look at a Gigs, when you look at a Beckham, they developed as players. They were able to become more than what they were. And I don't I don't see that. So that, that this has been going on for quite some time. And credit to Mozart for, for for finding these kids. I think that's that's a skill in and of itself. But then when we get them, who is coaching them up to make sure they go to that next level? Not just stay stagnant and all you can do is this. How do you, how do I make you into a better a world class player? And I think that's something that's hurt both of those kids. So, I for for me anyways, I would hope and pray that you know John Morcher stays in his position. I hope that's how you say his last name because I think he can find those gyms, and we have that in the U twenty threes. Hell, we even have it in the U eighteens. Yeah, I mean, you find look at them. Hannibal, but you look at Ingala, you look at I mean, and that that's the thing you see that's. You look at back at our, you know, at, at what we have in the academy. I don't want that shit to get like lost in the translation, right? Because Conte wants fucking Lukaku, you know, or you know, just go, you know, it's just I. That's the thing. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with wanting a, a world class striker. Oh, and I think, I mean, well, and I think he, I think for me with United again, because everyone hated on him because he didn't fit our way. I think he left and he became a better player. And th- that proof's in the pudding. You come back to Chelsea on a hundred million a hundred million pound deal, and right off the bat fits right into Tuchel's system. Right off the bat, he's banging goals. I don't think that's a mistake. I don't think that's an accident. I think the culture of the club is <laughs> is in such since the greatest manager, and this is what I said earlier in the podcast today, you will never replace him. There will never be another him. And we will so never for, be Manchester United again. I'm, I'm just telling you. I, I don't agree with you. I don't. I don't agree. I'm going to tell you why I don't agree with you. You will never have that one person again. They wanted it. I would love to have it. But you, we can win again. We can win Champions Leagues again. We can win FA Cups again. We can win the league again. I don't believe you. I think we can do that again. We have already proven that we'll spend money. That's the first part. You got to have cash. This is the this is not the the old days. You gotta have cash. We have that. You've gotta have a manager who knows what the hell he's doing, and then you gotta stick with the game plan. We've had because two again, out of three. We don't get, we have two out of four managers that knew what the hell they're doing, and what what and they, they, want they get us? They what, want things. And where where, things. where are they at now? You see. Let me tell you why where they're not they here. Now? They're not they're not here because again, the board that we have do not care. If you say something bad in the press, if you talk bad about them, which Van Hall did, which Jose did, you're out. The moment that a player says, you just you, you remember earlier when De Gea said, said something out of pocket, what happened to him? His ass was no longer at a press conference. He just came out the other day and called the whole lot of us kids. That's what De Gea said yesterday when they asked him, how are you guys playing? We play like kids. So I, I guarantee you, he won't be coming out anymore. Pogba runs his, pops his mouth off. What did he say the other day? We have no tactics. Where does he find his ass at? <laughs> On the bench. I'm telling you, this club is all about happy, fun times. Nothing's wrong. Everybody's going to love everybody. 
No one says anything negative. That's okay. what this club is. It's not ruthless. Okay. You need players like De Gea and Pogba to call the club out because they're on the pitch. No, but no I what agree. Do we get? What do we get? We get Easy. happy-go-lucky. Easy. Don't say anything negative. Easy. The players you are know what I mean? Like, that's all we get. And, that, and, and, and if, Ole, if Ole had any kind of, for me, because I know he's not going to, any kind of love, he would walk away. And he would say, like I said earlier, guys, I got it far enough. I'm, I'm like that substitute that came in and got you what you needed, like I did in, back in the day when I played. I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it anymore. I need someone in there that tactically knows what the hell is going on. He's got too much pride. He said it didn't get serious for him. This is what he said yesterday. It didn't become serious until it was four to nothing. Four nothing. And again, this is just him being real. He, he, it's not his fault. It's not. You can't expect someone, like I said, if you don't have any kind of schooling and then you go to the biggest club in the world, you have no chance. It's not even fair. So you got to keep doing what? You got to keep buying All right, all right, all right, all right um, we're done talking about Ole. That's it. Okay. You know, I mean, we're. I mean, we we, 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 we the we, horse. We, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I mean, we're just. We talked the last twenty minutes. About, we agreed with each other, and we're just we're just disagreeing upon the outcome of how the demise of Ole is. That's just, you know, that's just. I, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, fans. You're just hearing the fucking broken record between myself. Obviously, and in uh, the EC right here. Um, I apologize. Yeah. Um, I guess going forward, if Conte gets hired, or if whom, whomever, because you've already said EC, um, about you know our defenders, what formation, what lineup with the current players? I'm not talking about people that we want. The current players. How are we going to line up? How tactically are we going to line up? Because I have my opinion on how I think he can he can move better. Uh, at least, I mean, I've already said it in the beginning, at the beginning of the season. But you, I mean, how is Conte going to come in here and tactically uh, better this lineup? And who is he? Whom is he going to choose? Because I don't know how it's going to work. He's going to have Varane in the center. Obviously. He's going to have Luke Shaw on one side. He's going to have Eric Bailly if Tellez can't play on the other side. But he'll probably have Eric Bailly as, as the back three. In the midfield, that's your three. In the midfield, you're going to have Pogba sitting right next to you know, uh, Freddy, Bruno. Fragile Freddie Taylor at fucking left back. I mean, at, at a center back. I, I'm, I'm t- you can give me yours. I'm giving you mine. Because I, 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 that's what that's what I think he's going to do. I think he's going to have Pogba sitting next to Bruno, and I think next to those two will probably, probably, I don't know for sure, but it will probably be someone like Amata. Probably be like Amata, someone that can actually dribble the ball on those two on the on. So that now, so now you have three. So you need two on the wings. So three at the back. I'm not done with my midfield yet. I'm still building. So I have three right now. I'm going to have five in the midfield. I know you're like, oh, my God, why five? That makes no, no sense. But he's yeah. going to have five in the midfield. He's going to have Pogba, Bruno, and probably Mata. On the two wings, he's going to have Jaden Sancho on the right. And more than likely, it's going to be a fight between, I know you're going to throw up, 
either Tony or Rashford. Up front, he's going to have two forwards. He's going to have Edison Cavani and Cristiano Ronaldo. That's mm-hmm. what he's going to run. And it's going to be very, very, very difficult to beat us going forward towards us. And we're going to have an attack that understands how to pass, that understands their jobs on the wings, that understands their jobs as forwards. I'm telling you right now, 3-5-2, that's what he will run. That's what will work for United. And I know a lot of fans are going to go, it's never going to work. It isn't going to. And I'm listen, when Ole was sent on a team, a lot of times I go, it isn't going to work. And then he go up there and he slaps Man City, you know, 3-1. So give it some time. You're going to see something brand new for my, me, myself as well, myself included. It's going to look a little funky. It's going to look a little bit weird. But trust, trust, man, it's going to work. Now you tell me what you're, what you think under Conte they're going to do. Mm, that's, <clears throat> I mean, I thought I thought my lineup was going to have like a defense, but fuck, your lineup is, is, let's open the floodgates. That's fucking like a Noah's Ark bullshit right there. Uh, you only have three defenders and and one of them. Well, you said what again, Varane. So I would put I would put Varon in the middle. He'd be Obviously, he'd be my middleman. Yeah. I either I would go I would go for Shaw. I, I think Shaw's just kind of off the burner right now. Mm-hmm. And then Eric Bailly. So those three would be in my okay. back. Right. Then that midfield would be those three players that understand how to play the ball, how to mm-hmm. understand how to pass the ball to each other, get close to each other, and play with each other. Then two absolute jets on the wings, mm-hmm. absolute just fire rockets on the okay. wings. Jaden Sancho, yep. Marcus, then up front, Cavani on one side. On the other side, I'd have uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yep. This is what he's done everywhere he's gone, and he has won things. Yep. So, again, I I, 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 I I want people to understand this. When you put great players out there, they understand the tactics off the ball, and they understand the tactics mm-hmm. on the ball. Mm-hmm. Right now, these players don't know what the hell they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. They will understand off the ball and on the ball tactics. Yep. Just wait and watch. I'm telling you. Give me your line. All right, you see, I don't know if you remember uh, the beginning, one of the pods at the beginning of the season when we did sign Cristiano Ronaldo. And obviously uh, what I said when we signed Cristiano Ronaldo and what lineup we should run. Do you remember? I don't remember, but I'm going to guess you said 4-4-2 because that's your favorite formation. 4-4-2. Yes, I did. Yeah. And what did I say up top? I said Ronaldo and, like you just said, Cavani up top. And I agree with that. You know, I'd agree. Cavani will do the um, dirty work that Ronaldo does not want to do in tracking back and playing defense. Do you agree? I think he will. I think that's what's hurting Ronaldo, and it's exposing him, okay. which is unfortunate. On the wings, and like I said, the four four two. This is at the time Rashford was already hurt, so given the the, the play with Rashford now, and how he's come on these past two matches and actually played very well, I would you know obviously <laughs> Rashford on the left. I don't want to pull Mason off. I don't. But, but, we paid how much for Jane Central? 73. And, and he's a right winger. And he's a right, <laughs> natural right winger to 
actually track back and play defense. And I put Jaden Sancho there. Midfield, I said at the time, Bruno and Pogba. And we all know, I mean, even even um, Lee Dixon said, the only reason we're not, Pogba's not in the line, I don't know if you capped it in pre-match, the reason Paul Pogba's not playing in the middle because against this lineup, he can't play defense, and which is true. I mean, it was. So, yes, Paul Pogba is a defensive liability, where also Bruno is a defensive liability, but Bruno could put more of a shift in uh, in tracking back and trying to be a menace. But both of them together can try to be some sort of quarterback, you know, option out of the midfield, what we need. You know, some sort of midfield presence because McFred, I'm sorry, the pivot has to go, period. And then in the back, I mean, given given what, you know, if, I mean, Varane is a big influence. And, yes, bringing, bringing how much I shit on Harry Maguire right now, um, strip the Ar- Captain Iron Band from him and put him to fucking Varane. If, he, if he's available for this Saturday, um, give it to Varane. And Harry Maguire needs to shut the fuck up and he needs to listen to Varane. So Harry Maguire, Varane, and then Basaka, uh, or not Basaka, Delot, you know, because Delot knows how to overlap and help out on the offensive side. He's more of a defensive liability, but I want to ensure that my defense is if we have that much firepower going forward, which our defense, our, our midfield can't, you know, can't defend. I'd rather have Basaka in the back to ensure that. You know, we could have, um, you know, that we can play defensively. And, you know, again, you see, I don't know. This is off the topic. I was looking at the match. I'm like, if I was tactically, if I was tactically inclined, if I was the manager, I would have went to back three last match. Think about it. I would have played a four, no, three, four, three. With Basaka man marking fucking Sala the whole match like Sir Alex did with the uh, G-Sung Park when uh, I don't know if you heard you remember that shit when he man marked uh, he told G-Sung Park I don't give a shit what you do offensively You're out, your job is to make sure that uh, you guard Pierlo the whole match and like Pierlo he shut down Pierlo I, if, I w- if I was the coach I would have said well, what position? What, but but the difference is is that the difference is is position though. I think Parky Sung, if you're playing in the midfield, you can you can do that. You can't do that if you're a right back or a left back because that's exactly what happened to Luke Shaw. When you when you get sucked in, a, a smart team can understand that there's holes in your defense, so you can't do that. Yes, I mean you didn't hear my formation. I said four, three, four, three, with. Basaka just man marking the whole way, you know what I mean? But what 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 position is he playing? He's man marking. That's it. He's fucking shadowing all over the field. I don't give a fuck. You got to start him somewhere though. Is he a right back or no, is he, he going to be outside? He can fucking start him as a, a left wing back. I don't give a fuck. He just fucking. You can't. Okay, I, listen. We'll have to agree to disagree. I I don't think you can. I don't think that that's something that can work because it pulls. Your defense apart. If you're going to play him in the midfield and you have yes, someone that's going to. 
Yes, in the midfield. That's what I'm saying. So, if you if you played him in the midfield, it's like playing a back three, then, back three with a, like you know basically a three five three, like what you're talking about. But yet, this man marking Basaka on fucking on Salah. I just for, for I I love what Aaron has done in his young career. He can't dribble the ball, and I think for me, Aaron's going to get a coach who didn't spend any money on him. Right, so fifty million, you know, Ole's guy, great one-on-one defender, doesn't want to show for the ball. So, it's a situation where you're kind of cut off um, because you don't have someone that you can, you know, play out with comfortably one hundred percent of the time. So, it's it, it would be for me a mistake to continue to play him until he can get to where he's a lot more comfortable on the ball. And again. At 23 years old, 24, he's young, but I'm I'm not really in the business of, you know, you'll figure it out at United. At, at United, it needs to be you are the finished product and you're ready to roll and you're ready to do this week in and week out because the guy behind you is just as good, if not better, and is waiting on his on his chance. So um, I, I, I honestly feel like Conte is going to look at things and say, you know, who can who can hold the ball? Who can dribble the ball? Who's co- who's a comfortable football player? That's what he that's what he's gonna want. I don't I don't think he's gonna want um, the person who, you know, he high fives with the most, or who, you know, the coaches like in practice, or who the fans like. I don't I don't <sighs> think he's gonna do any of that stuff. So I I think all that's gonna be gone tomorrow at ten, and I think the first training session, <laughs> those players know what time it is. Like Pogba played for him at at Juventus, he knows what time it is. He 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 knows that any anybody that's there that's not ready to ball out of control, it's over for you. It's over for you, and he don't care about what your name is or what your how many YouTube followers you have or how many Instagram posts you make a day. He don't care. So, I I'm excited about that. I'm excited for some ruthlessness. It's been three years. The happy train is about to stop. The Glazers are going to be pissed. We should all be happy about that because he's going to call out what it is. If you notice, Fabrizio Romano's comment was, he's ready to come to the club. However, his only hesitation is structure. What does that mean? The owners. He knows what time it is. You, There's pictures that have floated just recently now because he's supposedly going to come here of him sitting down talking to Sir Alex Ferguson. Conte and Sir Alex just sitting there chatting it up. You don't think Sir Alex told him, man, yeah, man, it's a great club as far as the perks and the pay, but boy, them owners are trash. You don't think he said that to him? Of course he has. So he, he knows what time it is. He knows what he's going to get into. He knows it's not going to be the best ride. But I can tell you this, we're going to lift some trophies, guys. Get ready for us to start winning things again. Get ready for that DNA to be in, ingrained back into the player's at the club that we win things here because that's what he does he goes places and wins to your point has he been sacked yes he's been sacked chelsea chelsea are ruthless Inter are ruthless you can you can win for us that's cool you didn't win this year guess what gone see you later because we want to win every single year that's what we want to do like i said the united way it almost didn't work because they were so close to send Sir Alex Ferguson out the door. So close. And then he won an FA Cup, and the rest is history. They didn't want him. The fans hated him. 
everyone's booing them. The, the players, like, they, they can't play. We went finishing 11th. And then he, and he won an FA Cup because he got great players in. And like I said, when you have great players and, and, a, and a great manager, it's going to work every time. It's going to work every single time. And I'm happy because I think that's what they're doing. They've got the great players. Now you get somebody in there that knows what they're doing. It'll click. It's just going to, I think, like I said, I think it's just going to look a little bit different. Like when, when, you know, when David Moyes came in, it looked a little different. And then, and then when Van Hall came in, it looked a little different. And with, it just, it's just going to look different because again, when, when the first thing that you see, it was 2002, it was 2003. And all you see is us slapping everybody up and going forward. And we always get the best players. That's all, you know. So imagine somebody that's been following the club since the 50s and all they know is winning and then a little drought and then they know winning again. And now we're in that drought. We're in that drought. We've been there. We've been relegated. <laughs> Manchester United has been relegated a couple times. There's people alive that can talk to you about the, those things. It's happened. So we're in that rut. It's time to get up, dust yourself off, get a brand new coach in town. All they did a as good as he could do, and now it's time to move on. All right, we talked about Ole out, EC. Um, uh, obviously, reports with Zidane, he's not coming. So, Conte, yes, Conte, uh, I think you uh, would, uh, you broke the news at uh, 8, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time that uh, tomorrow morning that it will be announced. So you're probably before Fabrizio Romano. So if anybody knows at the burning bush, it's not Fabrizio Romano. It's it's Mr. Emmanuel Foltz over here that is breaking the news that Ole will be sacked by tomorrow morning. By 10 o'clock, greater Manchester time would be 10. So if they're five hours ahead, say about four in the morning, somewhere in there. Something like that. I, I think that's what they're... Five-ish in the morning. So, um, so let's talk about Conte and his lineup. Uh, give me what type of lineup he's going to be running. So, in my opinion, I, I think he's going to go three at the back. Um, I think five in the midfield, two up top. I think Varane, um, Shaw, maybe Bailly, maybe Basaka, but I doubt it. Um, I think he plays Pogba in the middle with uh, with Bruno, uh, maybe a Mata. Mm, I mean, I mean, you, you may you may throw in a Donny. I don't know. I mean, Donny would be nice. And then I think on the those other two sides, I think you can put Sancho and uh, and uh, Rashford on the other ends. And then so you got three, five. That's eight. I need two more players or one one more striker. I guess you could say. Uh, and then you could have Cavani or or Ronaldo. Um, I don't think he's going to leave Ronaldo by himself, isolated. Uh, I think he's going to play with someone. Um, I just think Ronaldo needs, and I and I'm not saying that in a way of like he needs help, but I definitely think he needs uh, someone up there to press a little bit uh, constantly. And I think Cavani would be uh, great. Uh, to have him there, so three five two. I think France run a three five two. Um, uh, who else runs a three five two? There's a couple of international teams that run three five two. It's not it's not a very common mm-hmm. formation in 
It was, it was popular like a couple of years ago, but I think everybody's kind of got away from it for some reason. And you don't yeah, see it so. too much in any any club team. That's the thing with that's that's the thing that worries me about Conte is it's it, is the formation that he's going to bring, which is a three five two. Um, it's going to be a fad, and do we have and do we have players to run it? Um, which I do think <laughs> getting now, I guess getting. I don't, were you done? Were you, was, was that everything for you? That, that was, that's my line. Okay. So, I mean, I've, I think I've been clamoring for the 4-4-2 for quite some time. And you're right. Ronaldo and Cavani need to be up top. Ronaldo needs to have some sort of coverage up top. Um, we already know what he could do offensively. Right? But in Atlanta, the Atlanta game, it seemed like when Cavani came on, and I think what it was it switched right it was when um, it switched to where Cavani came on the left I want to say right it were no, Ronaldo came on the left and Cavani came up top so Ronaldo was still tracking back and Cavani was still pressing up top if you remember that game I don't know if you remember it too well and he was it was when Jane Sancho was brought on Ronaldo was still up top, and Jane Central was still on the right with, um, I think, with the Rashford. And then they made the switch. And then um, Paul and, 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 and Cavani came on, and then the for, top formation came out. So you saw the, the work ethic that, that Cavani did pressing up top, and it kind of rubbed off on Ronaldo because, I mean, when have you ever seen Ronaldo trek back, uh, uh, you know, uh, 100 yards? Several times in the match, right? It's just, it was, it's, you don't see that too, too many times. Uh, the midfield, uh, Rashford, since he's back, I mean, I think, I think he's earned his spot. He's scored, what, two goals since he's been back? One against Atlanta and one against, um, no, two against Atlanta, right? Mm-mm. One oh, against Atalanta and the other one in his uh, debut, or his not debut, but his uh, close row match, right? Came on at the half yeah. uh, in after that. It was probably the 60th, 70th yeah. minute. So Rashford, I think, um, I think he's he's chomping at the bit. Uh, the thing on the right, and you're correct with Mace. I mean, yes, Mason's probably playing out of position. You're correct, uh, but with Sancho. He's a natural winger. He hasn't been played on the right at all season, pretty much. So you're thinking that somebody that actually put in a defensive shift and actually track back and actually press the way hopefully this new coach would want to. The thing is I have is if you're going to play, you put all your marbles in one basket with Bruno and, and Pogba in the midfield, and I think could work. If Pogba can be the Paul Scholes that everybody thought he could be or why he left uh, the first time because he wasn't getting a minute between cause, because of Paul Scholes. If he could be the Paul Scholes and Bruno could be some sort of Nicky Butt kind of, you know, some sort of hybrid in the midfield of, 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 of playing off Paul, I think the back four, you need a back four and defensively, which when he talked about the back four and Harry Maguire, who's better? Lindelof? Bailly? Phil Jones? Mengi? Mengi, I mean, I mean, he's a young kid, so 
I'm not going to knock that guy because, I mean, he's doing pretty good in the U23s. Or not the U23s. I think he's playing for what? Uh, Cardiff? No. Cardiff? I don't. I know. I know. Axel's at uh, Villa. I don't know where Mingy is. I I, I I thought he was still U twenty three, but he he may be on loan. I think he's on loan. So you're looking at that. So unfortunately, we're playing with the dead hand, with with uh, our captain, captain, our captain, and hopefully Rivera can come back and you know gain that captaincy to um, to guide the ship because we need some defensive help. Somebody put us in. An, in a position to where, hey, this is the line, hold the line, you need to be in this position, some sort, some, some sort of vocal point, because it ain't Harry Maguire. It ain't, Nate, I mean, there's no captain that is very quiet. As quiet as Harry Maguire has been, he ain't no captain because he don't do shit. You know, when we get a foul, we get a penalty, is he going to argue with the ref? No, he's not. He's very, he's flaccid. He's a very flaccid captain. I don't know what he does. He don't, he don't lead by example, obviously. He don't. He's not vocal. Vocal, but I mean, are you gonna put? Are you gonna put fragile Freddie Taylor in? Eric Bailly, you know. I mean, we know Bailly is. He's a red card waiting to happen, or injury waiting to happen. Lindelof. Yeah, Lindelof. one of the two is gonna happen. <laughs> Lindelof has been. I mean, I'm not gonna knock Lindelof these past couple of matches that he had. <clears throat> that he's had to. Um, Come in for Varane because he's not getting led. So, <coughs> unfortunately, uh, how would you say the? Um, I guess bet the better two evils. I'm gonna stick with Harry Maguire and Varane, and have uh, Shaw, which he ain't a, the best center left back that we thought he was. And 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 Aaron Wan-Bissaka at the left because I don't think Delot could do a four getting forward. Delot could do better than Ben Wan-Bissaka for sure. But defensively, where we're gonna get carved up, especially by Tottenham, by Man City, uh, maybe Delot could come in against uh, Brentford, somebody that's gonna be put in a lower block, somebody that we need to, you know, have to open the white, make the the game open. But for these 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 teams that we're coming that are that are coming we're coming against these teams that are going to you know put us wide open, I think somebody like uh, uh, Aaron Wan-Bissaka can do you know can do the damage that they need to do. Well, I mean, I feel like if you know if he is going to go with the four, I would be shocked just because he hasn't. But I'm not like throwing Aaron in the trash. I just he has a difficult time playing football. He has a great time playing defense one on one. It's just it's 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 the quick decisions. It's the win to overlap. That that's where I think he struggles a little bit. But I, I, I like I said, I think it's going to have to be drilled, and I think it will be drilled mm-hmm. that look it, you will play with your right winger, and that's that onus will then be on Sancho to play with him, uh, and and to overlap with him. And know that you have, you know, Varane, you know, know that you have Bayou as pace, not Bayou, but it would be Shaw, uh, who's who's back there to help out. So I, I don't, I'm not killing the guy. I hope that's not how it's coming across. Um, I just, I just hope that he can he learn how to play a little bit better technically uh, than he does right now. And he's young. No, yeah, he's young. He's young. And I think we've. 
the AWB roller coaster has been kind of a, it's been that, right? A roller coaster for us? It's been difficult. Yeah, it's been difficult. It's hard. I mean, we want to believe, we want to believe in this guy because he's so good defensively. It's just what we want to achieve offensively. Um, I thought he's gotten better, but maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I think he's just, you know, like you're, like you're saying, he just hinders us going forward, and we need to. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. That's just that's just I think, a I question. Think I think he's been the same. I, he even through all of the stuff, like he's been able to cross the ball. Yes, it's not like yeah. he can't cross yeah. the ball. He can cross the ball. It's like he can't dribble the ball. It's the same exact. For this is just my opinion. It's the same exact thing that people will say about a Pogba or a Martial. It's like he can do it, but he don't do it every game. Like it's in there, but it ain't coming out every game. It's the same. Th- that's why I'm saying I feel like the players they they're going to get drilled more. I think, and I think that that's going to start to weed itself out to where I'm telling you to do something, you're not doing it. I think he'll. I think he'll. He'll pull the plug. So I. I you know it, that's going to be one of the funnest things, because me and you love talking formations, is seeing what he does do. Because we've been doing four two three one since three years now, two and a half years. We've been doing four two three one. So I'm very very excited, um, and scared. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> he might be back to Van Hall. He might. Uh, he might put you to bed. Yeah. And, and win the game one nothing. You know. So. I'm 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 always excited about progress. I'm, I'm I'm like I said, I'm excited for you know new adventures. I think that this club is in a good place. It's not like we don't have the players. Um, it's not like we don't have the facilities. It's not like we don't have the money. I just think at this point now, it's a big decision for the club and the Glazers who. As much as we hate them, we can't say they don't spend money, and we can't say that they don't want to win. I think they just bought another cricket team today. It's been reported. <laughs> um, so they, they want to win, but they want to spend, right? They want to have a good time while they're doing it. So um, I just, I just like I said, I hope it happens before the Spurs match, which is what, Saturday, mm-hmm. I think? So, you know, if you give them four days full of training – you know, I think you'll see a different team start to to develop, uh, and, and God forbid we win. You know how that new manager bounce goes when you win, and there's a new manager. Everyone's going to be saying his name, and he's yeah. going to be the greatest manager since sliced bread. So, got to take it one game at a time. If he does win, if he does even get appointed, we can't just buy in and just blindly follow him. I think we've got to figure out what his message is because he's got to understand right after uh, Spurs, it's. That's Atlanta and Man City. So there's no there's no time to kind of ease his way in. Um, this is kind of, you know, let's see if you're about that life. Let's let's figure out if you really can manage because um, you've got some tough fixtures ahead and we need you to stay afloat. Let me ask you a question, AC, and then we'll 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 put predict our score. This is like the final question. Um if if Tomorrow's prediction, 10 a.m. doesn't come around. Ole is a manager, Tottenham, at Atlanta, and at City. Say the the whole thing about the board coming, you know, you know, saying that 
You know, they're going to give him three matches. What is, should be the fans' reaction? And the players' reaction? I I honestly think the fans should be disappointed. And I think the players are going to be very confused. Um, it, there's evidence that, that will, for the, for the, for the, for the thousands of people who stayed to get autographs, mm-hmm. to uh, cheer on Ole. They can make an argument that says when the chips are all the way down, this is when he's at his best. They can make that argument. Yep. And I think, I think he's at his rock bottom. I think losing to hit, he's grown up with the club. So he knows how much it means to beat Liverpool. And he knows how much it's, it's, it was, it's been over a century since we've lost that bad to them. I I don't think the fans would be excited. I think even the staunchest Ole Inner, I've been looking on Twitter, and they're not saying they want him to get fired because no one wants anyone to get fired. But I'm even hearing them say it's time. And so I I just think that there would be confusion and I think there would be anger um, from fans wanting there to be the tide to be turned because let's just be honest – I've talked about three trophies that we've lifted since Sir Alex has left. Those aren't the trophies that, minus the FA Cup, the the Community Shield and the Europa League is not. Those are not the trophies we want to lift. And so I think that I think people are ready, and so I think that the players are ready too because I think I think they're smart enough to know. Okay, we're at a we're at a tipping point. And I think the Liverpool game was kind of the okay, the 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 straw on the camel back, or however you say it, it's it's broken. And so at this point, it would just be toxic, and I don't see them winning any of those games if he stays in charge. What if he does? What if, what if he goes three zero? I mean, that's that's just a you know, a fallacy, right? Uh, that's something that we, you know, that we can wish. I mean, but I'm gonna. Let's go scenarios. If he goes three and zero, if he wins it t- this weekend at, at Tottenham, uh, he wins at Atlanta, and then he beats City. What I mean, I mean, what are I mean? Shit, that's just the ultimate confusion, right? <laughs> I think it, I think it sends the same message that he's been sending for three years. He's he can do this. That's what I'm saying. If you're an Oleander, you can't say like people can't say that you can't argue that he's done it before he's he's made me feel so horrible to want to support because he i'm like what are we doing and then the next thing you know he wins 10 in a row and then the next thing you know watford comes to town and we lose two nothing or you know newcastle comes to town and we lose two to one like you that's that can be their holding argument they can always say when the chips are down and everyone hates the club. Ole always turns things around. If he, if I know Ole the way that I think I do, as far as his pride is concerned, because I don't know him, he didn't go into that meeting today and go. So what can you guys give me? Because I'm done. He didn't do that. He literally was like, "Yo, I have been down before, and I can come back again. So if you give me an opportunity, I'll prove it." Mm. That's what he said. 
I guarantee it. So it wouldn't it wouldn't confuse me. It would just it would paper over the cracks. Oh yeah. I think dude. Like I hate to say it, which I have to, everybody has to. If he wins, it's just gonna confuse the board. It's gonna prolong the inevitable. And we're gonna go into the Christmas season with a winning record or I'm sorry. Probably on a win streak, but knowing that dead man walking. And that's the theme of the show. Ole is a dead man walking because we need a change. You're right. Tactics is tactics, tactics. Um, where we disagree is obviously the players have some responsibility, but it is that. So, EC, um, I guess give me a guess, give me give me two score predictions because of um, we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. So, give me a score prediction of Ole is in charge. I'm sorry on. Saturday, right? Saturday. And yep. give me a prediction if Conte's uh, in charge Saturday. If Ole's in charge, we lose 3 1. Uh, Kane will score twice. Son will score. Uh, Ronaldo might score once, so two, 3 to 1. If Conte's in charge, it'll be 2 2. A draw. 2 2 draw. Okay. That's just the. First coach jitters, kind of a I need to learn my team kind of thing. Just figuring everyone out, seeing if his formation works. Not one works, but the players that he puts there, are they doing what I asked you and told you to do for four straight days? Yeah. Well, we'll be three, actually, right? We... For three straight. Yep, from two, Tuesday, yeah, from Tuesday Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You you do exactly because I think he comes to Carrington tomorrow. I think he arrives at Carrington tomorrow morning. I think he shows up, gets leaves his vacation, and says, "This is what we're doing. This is how it's going to run. And if you don't do, you're going to do it. And if you don't do it on Saturday, you won't play Champions League Wednesday. That's exactly what's going to happen." Wow, I like I like I like it. You see, I like what you. I mean, I like what you bring to the table. I mean, if. If if you make me a believer in this uh, project that is uh, Antonio Conte, which I, I mean, I'm skeptical, obviously, um, I like it. And if 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 it's like that, if it's like you say, I say we win. We'll win one nil probably. We'll be more defensively shaped with Conte. Ole, you know what, dude? I'm gonna go with if we have Ole, Ole Magic. Because it just sucks. I bet we win two 0 with Ole, and it. But what I the only reason I'm saying that is because, like you said, when the when the chips are against the wall, the backs against the wall, and Ole's jobs are always on the line. He just pulls a rabbit, you know, rabbit out of a fucking hat, man. Can't argue. Does it every time. And they're playing away from home, and I think that's beneficial. Uh, He's not going to get the Old Trafford, you know, you know, curse. Because we play like Old Trafford. Hey, hey, Old Trafford's like nobody's fortress anymore. Hey, Old Trafford belongs to everybody in the fucking Premier League from this point. And that's since Sir Alex left. It's not Ola's fault. I mean, that's David Moyes' fault. That's uh, Louis Van Hall. That's Jose Mourinho. Nobody comes to Old Trafford anymore. That's like the... 
That's uh, Dallas Cowboy Stadium. Everybody wins here, pretty much. So why I'm glad. Huh? Why I'm Glazers out? Yeah. So let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I mean, I know I'm being very optimistic, uh, very very optimistic. Uh, but I, you know, after a pessimistic weekend, I mean, who knows? I mean, I need to have, I need to have some sort of, some sort of, uh, you know, something some to look forward to, EC. That's all. All right, EC. I love you, man. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, we had a good pod. We had a lot to talk about, <laughs> but we'll obviously have a lot more to talk about uh, next week when when we play Tottenham, and then we'll come on after the Atlanta match. So, guys, everyone, uh, thank you for listening, and y'all take care. Love y'all. Oh,